0: Welcome to the MF Gamers podcast for January 2018. I'm Hendo. I'm joined by Regimond. Hello. Also known as Mark. We have Free Four.
1: Hello. How are you
0: all doing? Also known as Richard or Rich.
1: No, Rich, but not Dick.
0: <laughs> what we're doing uh, once a month, hopefully, if anyone can be asked, is we're doing a new feature for a podcast which is Play Want Bin. Uh, and if people don't know what that is, it's an old, long-running thread idea that I first saw on the Games GM forum, but I think has been used on Rolmuk and the massive one, Neogaf, and the new Reset Era. But basically, any games forum worth a salt have had at some point a play-one bin thread, in which for the month you detail what you've been playing, what you want, and what you're binning. Not necessarily games-related for Want and bin. Like a lot of times people go, I've been in a cold because I've got a cold and it fucking sucks. So I'm going to start off and for my play, I've been playing Zelda and pretty much only Zelda, really, for the past month. You Both of both you guys have played it, I think.
2: Yep. Uh, I've played some of it. I think I beat the first boss and then for whatever reason, it just wasn't gripping me. Um, oh, I, right. think this is the, I think this is the second podcast as well where I've said something that can get me gamer card revoked because <laughs> Witsly, I said that I wasn't the biggest fan of Mario 64 and now I'm saying Breath of the Wild just didn't grab me the way I wanted it to. But for me, I think it was the last direction. It, right. was, it was It was just a massive playground saying, go and do your thing. But So it, it, it didn't hold me the way I wanted it to. Okay. How about you, Rich?
1: I think it was a... A great turn of form, like it finally took a direction that was different. I think it needed that. I think it was, it was starting to get a little bit stale, retreading treading the old, yeah. same old formula. And I think a lot of the things, some of the things that it lost, like say the dungeons and the boss battles, I think it gained uh, a better sense of adventure, like that, just having that open world just to explore and lots of curiosities and little things to find. And so for me, it, it was an improvement. So it was, it was refreshing for Nintendo's first like big open world kind of game they nailed it I thought
0: yeah yeah, I'd, I'd completely agree with that uh, I, I like it so much I bought it twice <laughs> in fact um, I, over Christmas I was like oh, I think I'm going to buy it again uh, and I was weighing up the physical version over the digital version and I was like well I'm going to save 10 quid but I want it now So I got the digital version and I went for the DLC as well. So in the end, it was like 70 odd quid for a game that I'd already played before. And even the first time I could have played for free because my mate gave me his copy. So if we're talking about a sucker, then that's me. (laughs) I think with Zelda. It is. I genuinely think that it is one of the best games I've ever played. Not just the best Zelda. I think it is. It's in. It's probably top five. Yeah, it is. I think. It, is,
1: it is a really good game. I think a lot, a lot gets said, but it's about like one of the best open world games. or its set a standard in some aspects. I think it has. I think it borrows quite a bit from others. And but it, one of the one of the, th- the things I really loved was that in some cases, like even Skyrim or, or Fallout, it's when there's a marker and you're like, "Oh, I've got to get up there," but you're like, oh, finding the bloody path to find to get up there like, oh, I'm just going to climb up there. I'm just going to go up there. It's this one little adventure in yeah. itself. I'm going to climb that mountain. I'm going to see if I can get up there. <laughs> it's like Unless minute. it rains. When I was playing Horizon, straight after, I was like, oh, it's just annoying. <laughs> Where am I supposed <laughs> to grab onto?
0: <laughs> I have heard that. Like, they came around the same time and people um, like, yeah, Horizon's good, but Zelda.
2: No, for me, it was Horizon that absolutely grabbed me. Really? As soon as I started playing it, I, I don't know if it was the setting, if it was the fact that it was a little bit more structured or what it was, but it, it just had that little quality where I was like, no, I, I can't stop playing this. I need to play it every hour spare I've got.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think what the surprise has got over Zelda is the story. I think narratively narrative is a lot better.
2: Well, it surprised me that
0: there is actually a story in Zelda. Like, I wasn't expecting much from past Zeldas. It's like, go and save woman. <laughs> and this is... A little bit more than that, like there's a there's a background with like a father daughter relationship story going on, yeah, and like people not feeling they're up to what their destiny is meant to be and stuff. And it's I'm not saying it's a great story by any means, but it's more of a story than I was expecting. Yeah, for for such an open world game, which is the main well the opening mission is go and defeat Ganon, and that's it. So. Yeah, it was more of a story than I was expecting anyway. Um, That's pretty much all I've been playing apart from like free-to-play phone games because, like I said, I'm a sucker. Um, (laughs) Me and Duck and Jim have been doing some board game stuff as well, which hopefully we'll find a way of doing a podcast about them at some point. I don't know how you can do a podcast about board games when the people listening will probably have never played the board games may not be interested in board games, and will be board stupid. So trying to find an interesting way of doing that is tricky. Um, Strip Settlers of Catan? Yeah, I don't know. In audio form, it's just like video form, I think it'd be really good, but <laughs> I don't know. So that's it for um, for what I've been playing. My want and bin is combined, and... There's no easy way to say it. It's it's the negativity that's from the MF Gamers <laughs> forum of the past. Uh, I was gonna say week, but really like years, months. I don't know. I was discussing this with you, Mark, before before we started yeah. recording, and there is no one finger to point at. It's there's about five people probably that you'd like to bash all the heads together. Yeah, it's it's just really like draining, I suppose.
1: See, I think. I've come as an outsider. I think I'm because uh, I've only, I only really joined last year at some point, didn't I? Hmm. Some I already know from the other, from Games TM and I think I've got a bit of an understanding with some of them, like, like personality-wise. And one I know I know personally, like for a bit, which was um, Lakitu uh, Jeffers. Yeah. But yeah, just sometimes when I, like, I put it in one of the threads that. There's so much drama here. Every time I go in, there's always, like, something going off. I don't know. I found it mild compared to some of the things I've been and seen and involved in in other forums. And I always thought that the people here have gone from elsewhere because they're sick of that crap and they've come to this place because everyone gets on. So I always thought it was just all friendly bands. I didn't know it was was actually doing some people's heads in.
2: (laughs) I, I think that might be why it's so jarring as well, though, because everyone is so close and everyone, for the most part, we all have a laugh and we all sit and joke about so hmm. when it does get a little bit more venomous, it, it just it doesn't feel like it's something you can just shoulder and get rid of.
0: Yeah. Like, to give a bit of background of where we came from, we actually came from the Games GM Forum in the first place in 2005. And this is also related to Nintendo as well, because the Nintendo DS came out and it was like, eh, it's okay. and then they brought out uh, Mario Kart, which was online. And so a bunch of us went, fucking A, how do we play online together? Oh, you use friend codes. And how do you organize playing at the same time? You don't, really. So I had a personal website that had this software on it and I you could have a calendar and like a little chat program and stuff. So I said, all right, let's use my my forum software, or my, my website, to organize games and, and chat and stuff. And then that became a specific... Site for Nintendo DS games to play online, like Animal Crossing and Mario Kart stuff. Yeah, and so a, a handful of us came from Games TM, and it was completely as a side thing to Games TM. It wasn't like this is going to be the next forum for us to use. It was just like, well, we're using this purely as a side thing, and then other people turned up, like uh, Laker Two. I don't know where he found us, but <laughs> somehow he found us. And, yeah, so our history is based on A, liking Nintendo games, and B, not liking how Nintendo do their shit. So I think there is a healthy love and hate for Nintendo amongst the core people that built the place. Right. And then we became multi-format as well, but there there is always going to be Nintendo there. That's not really the issue, though. The issue is more, for me, it's people's... On both sides, it's people's personalities of I need to dig, I think. Yeah. And banter is good. And we've had a long history of, like, I could show you Photoshop images of Sam Bob, of, like, a dick in his mouth and stuff. (laughs) And, and, And you wouldn't want to show it to the police, let's put it that way. But that's all fine when both parties are in on the joke. But if someone's, like, trying to nudge someone else... And then that person nudges them back, and then eh, it goes a bit dark. And that's that's my bin basically is like bin the darkness. Fuck it off.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I, I'll say now, like, because some things can be taken the wrong way in context of a text, of like just hmm. words on the screen, like. So, I'm always, I always try to be careful and I like to use emojis a lot just to try to get across that I'm messing. So, for anyone listening, guys or gal, gals, is there any gals on MF Gamers? Um, there were, but we
2: drove them all the way. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I can put on a dress if you want. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> a good looking man, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so I'm, I'm always messing around on, on things. So, I'm just like out there, facing... it. I'm never serious. I'll never try and purposefully upset somebody. I'm always just, I mean, japes and bants and messing about and that's just that's just me and i could take things like if someone wants to knock destiny don't you dare but if someone did you know i can <laughs> take it in, in good humor and good uh, i don't get that et yeah, it's up about it it's
2: just life's too short but yeah that's just be my side of it so it's,
1: if i upset you yeah
2: at the end of the day it's not like any of us have made these games either we're playing the fruits of someone else's labor so it's like it's it's not as if we're insulting each other's kids yeah. by saying i don't like that game it sucks Oh, it is.
0: If you come at me with Zelda, and I'll fight you, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's all fair. That's the thing. It's if you know someone's taking something a bit more serious than maybe you intended, then you should know. Like I'm gonna back off a bit. But everyone's different, and if everyone was the same, it'd be boring. Yeah. But I just is that like if it calms down a bit, that's that's like calm your tits. Yeah, yeah. I call someone a cunt in the nicest possible way.
2: Yeah. yeah so so um, we'll go with Mark next. What have you got? So for me, this is one of the first months where I've actually been playing a few different games. Like through, say, October, November, I was obsessed with Assassin's Creed Origins. But this month, I've been trying to play a few Christmas presents. And I'll go with the good one first, <laughs> which is Middle Earth Shadow of War. Right. Um now I was a little bit negative on it when I first started playing, but it's it's won me around. It's it's one of those games where I can just completely switch my brain off and have a little bit of fun with it. It's always fun stabbing orcs in the face or freezing them and chopping the heads off or what however they decide to give finishers. I don't really care about the story because I've never really cared about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, same. I mean, I, I tried watching the films and I get bored on the second one.
1: What is wrong with you two?
2: Sorry. <laughs> um And I've never read the books. I've always intended to. I've got a hardback version of The Hobbit somewhere, but it's just, yeah, no, I, I really can't be asked. I've got better things to do.
0: Yeah, I started, I think, um, Fellowship in book form. I went, got one page in, and went, nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, I'll, I'll blast through that trilogy in two
2: weeks. I'd love to. I can't put them down. <laughs> I think it's the high fantasy thing where some people absolutely adore it and it's like it's everything that they want from a book. Where if it's me, it's. I have a very brainless taste in books as well. I think I've read one decent one last year and the rest was just B movie shite. So it, the, the whole fantasy thing doesn't normally grip me. But with, with this game, and like I said, it's just fun. I mean, you've got the upgrade tree where you can kill people in nice varying different ways. You can poison barrels of grog so that when orcs drink from it, they'll explode. Or they'll go into a frenzy and start killing each other. And it, it it's just... It's not the greatest game. And that's going to be a running theme for anything I speak about on this these podcasts because i do just play dumb games for the most part but i am enjoying it i'm not gonna lie
0: i really like the last one why they didn't call it mordor 2 i don't know that's the name is terrible yeah not a clue but yeah they did the mechanics were really good the story in that i mean i like the stories in the films of lord of the ring
2: stuff but the story in mordor was pretty poor yeah and this is no better. Right. It follows on like pretty much exactly from the end of the last one. I didn't even upload me save from the last one, so I don't know if it follows the end that you got from last time as well or not. But it's it's not even like six months, two years, three years, whatever. It's it's like straight after. Right?
1: Do you feel because I haven't played either of them, but that's from word of mouth. Do you feel that the uh, nemesis system was negatively affected in the second one?
2: It doesn't feel anywhere near as revolutionary in this one. So last time it, it, it was just incredible. It's like, you've, you've got these bad guys who escape when you try and kill them and then you've got to come back and kill them again and if they kill you, they get promoted. and Are they out of loot boxes or something deaf now? Like, Sly's favourite subject. It has got loot boxes, but I mean, from what I've read, it's only in the end game and I'm less than 15 hours in at the minute. So it's, it's not invasive it's not to the point where you're annoyed every time you do it it's just it's there you can use it but you don't have to at the minute
1: yeah i've not played on I mean, my because it sounded cool the idea that you'll you'll have a a rivalry with these these certain orcs and you, you build up the history but then to have have some just oh well he's my rival because he popped out of this loot box and
2: which is where he is at the minute. From what I can tell it it doesn't totally work like that so you can recruit orcs to your side and I think it's the loot boxes that'll give you higher level versions of the orcs. Right. So you can train them up to make them higher level on your own but it takes say 15 hours to get one to a decent level or you can pay a couple of quid and you can get one on your side out of the box. It's not it's not giving you enemies that are a higher level from a loot box. Those enemies are always in the game. There's it. It's not it's just giving you that little bonus to make your side a bit easier and a bit better. Yeah. Okay, but
0: you are
2: like in general enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think now I've switched my brain off and realised that, you know, not everything can progress so much over the years between instalments. It's it's gone back to that feeling of the older Assassin's Creed plus Arkham Asylum. And if you like the combat of Arkham Asylum, then you'll have fun all day long. Plus, it's an open world. On top of that,
0: it's one of those things like, oh, when it's a fiver, I probably I might pick it up. But I I really liked the last one, but it came out at a time when there was not much else going on. And when that one came, the new one came out. That was not the case at all.
2: Yeah, no, it was October, wasn't it? And hmm. I mean, I, I mentioned in the forum there was six games that could have been Game of the Year Contenders that came out that month alone. Yeah. I- I'm going to do a want and bin combined one as well. Um, I'm hmm. going to be narcissistic this time instead of doing the hippie everybody love each other in the forum thing. <laughs> Sorry. I- I've had backache for the last five days. I've felt sick with it. I've been painkillers uh, up to the eyeballs and it just needs to stop being a massive twat. That's understandable. Yeah. So that that's pretty much my want and bin done.
0: Yeah, I had um, sciatica for a while, and I, I feel your pain—not quite literally, but yeah, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Didn't you have a a certain sports franchise to to discuss as well? No, oh, I was trying
2: to avoid it. <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, I've been, I've been avoiding playing it for the last week because I just can't face it at the minute. WWE 2K18. Now this is one where last time I played it. I did a load of notes on my phone just to go on about how bad it is. Hmm. So this is one where loot boxes are evil. Um, (laughs) They've basically put a free-to-play game in a £40 box and then said go and buy loot boxes to make it playable. Wow. Yeah, so you've, you've got a story mode where you start off as a fledgling wrestler and you've got to work your way up the ranks to the main shows and obviously headline WrestleMania. All, all the kinds of thing that you'd expect from a wrestler's career. But it starts you off with a rating of, say, 60, and then regularly puts you in matches with guys who are rated 75 to 94 mm. and expect you to win these matches. Now, the last one I played was um, a two-on-one against two mid-80s wrestlers. Right. Now, you've got no stamina you've got limited reversals, you've got awful health. So if either of them starts getting a little bit of an advantage over you, you're fucked for the whole match, you might as well just hit restart. In in the end, to get past this match, I put it on the easiest difficulty, I put the reversals to unlimited, took someone out the ring and beat them until I could climb back in before a count out. And that still took me an hour to get past it. Wow. The reason I can't go back to it at the minute is because it wants me to play the Money in the Bank ladder match. Right. This is a six man match with a ladder where you've got to climb the ladder to bring a briefcase down and you get a contract to take on the world champion at any point over the next 12 months. So, already because you've got five guys against you, it's ridiculous. And every single one of these guys is rated at least 87 and I'm still stuck mid 60s that
0: sounds pretty poor
2: yeah and I've I've got no way of skipping past it I've got nothing that I can do and in the match requirements it wants me to pull off a move that I haven't got right so I need to buy that which means I need the loot box <laughs>
0: uh, I think we should send a copy to Sly and get him to video the results <laughs> oh can we yeah, <laughs> I think we all chip in a fiver or something, and yeah, that'd be ace. After he's finished Skyrim, he can um, he can rant and rave. At that that sounds pretty bad. Is it like I presume there's online as well? You can play people online. Yeah, there's
2: an online as well. Is that affected by stuff like that? Most people will either take their created characters online, or mm. they'll go one of the mid 80s to high 90s wrestlers. Oh, yeah. So if you do one of your awful wrestlers you'll probably end up against i don't know john cena the one of the highest rated guys in the game and you'll just you'll get dry raped right No, no lube no warning just absolutely (laughs) right up there you're bleeding out the arse for a week if you take another one of like the decent wrestlers online then it can't improve your character you can get a little bit of the in-game currency but you don't get anywhere near enough to upgrade them on a consistent basis that sounds pretty bad. Yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> Such a shame. We used to love the SmackDown games. Yeah, it's they, they were great at one point. You had Here Comes the Pain, you had No Mercy, and they were both fantastic. But I think since 2K have took over, they've just got worse and worse. I think, um, have you heard of that, um, Fire Pro? The,
0: the newer Fire Pro game? Mm-hmm. I think that's coming to consoles pretty soon. And if if it's like the PC one where you can upload and download people's creations that might actually be wrestling fans dream on a console because it's like hundreds of thousands of characters people have made and stuff and as far as i can make out there's no loot boxes in it but it's very old school like 2d is it 2d
2: yeah is, is that the one it looks like 16 bit or 32 bit yeah. 2d style yeah yeah, I,
0: I've heard, because I listen to a lot of Giant Bomb stuff, so all I've heard about wrestling games recently has been, Fire Pro is great, 2K is terrible. Fair enough, I'll have to
2: give Fire Pro a look if it comes out over here then.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's meant to come out soon, on PS4 maybe?
2: Yeah, I know, there's a Japanese release for the PS4, I just wasn't sure if it was coming here or not. Ah,
0: okay. Okay uh anything else
2: no I, th- I think I've bitched enough to be honest
0: <laughs> okay uh how about you Rich
1: well my played uh I played this both the, the fresh game I played was New Colossus I played the first one I enjoyed the first one I thought it was good I played New Colossus I thought I'd just get that in there uh, before New Year's games start yeah I don't know there's something about it just it missed something for me feels
0: like the Wolfenstein
1: yeah Wolfenstein the New Colossus I don't know if it's because I've played other shoots that I just feel that I just played better and then I just played that. I mean, I like the kind, I like the arcade shooter with your weapon wheel, you've got a different selection of weapons to use, but I, I, I felt like the combat was just a bit flaky. It was just like, especially because I didn't put the difficulty down, which might, that might have been an error, I don't know, but I refused to put it down to like easy difficulty. I thought I'm just going to do it. But you just got a bit obnoxious when you, you don't know where you're getting hit from, and then it takes a few hits, and then you die, and you're like, oh, crying out loud. <laughs> It again, some encounters just got a bit monotonous. You're like, know? Oh, eventually, just get forced into picking up like the big weapons that the big guys carry, or like off the turrets, pick them up and just walk around just so you can mow them down fast enough before they can like, just creep around, back here and just finish you off. Every hmm. <laughs> time you get a, like, get touched, get flipped, it takes so much health. I think, Oh, she's scurrying around looking in corners for like health packs and things. It was just, I don't know, it's part of gaming that just got a bit bit tired of but the story was fun shooting nazis even even the ones just following orders you know you gotta go down that aspect uh, there's some good enigmatic characters in there um they a nice little bit like uh so you've got like a little home base and usually on that the things are just they're just there as just pick up quests or something there's not much not much going on but I think when you get to um, you get go near them and it triggers like a little like a little roleplay scenario and they'll they like be talking to each other and, and doing something like like well, <laughs> someone will just make you laugh. It, it feels like a living, breathing place rather than just NPCs just stood there. Um, hmm. One of them like this big brutish like supposedly dumb but he's obviously not playing chess with this scientist and he beats him and then he throws a tantrum and knocks a chessboard all over and he's like no shout me some some obscenities in jewish i think and uh, so it just made me little bits like that did was quite fun
2: it made me chuckle i played it as well uh, in the home base did you feed the pig potatoes <laughs> i did i never got to see like the end because i fed him about two or three times I don't know if there was any end goal to it, but I just love the fact that i, I don't think any other game has ever programmed in a button to feed the pig potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that is a new one on me.
1: I did. I fed him. I thought I bet there's something to this, knowing like what it's like. But you know, I never—I never carried it through, so I didn't know what happened. Might look it on YouTube one day see if there's actually something.
0: That's what I've heard. of um, you know, I think about the difficulty—is the story and the the scenes in it are so amazing, but the combat's pretty cack so the best thing to do is uh, knock the difficulty down
1: <laughs> yeah I think I think Danger Man suggested that I think it was in the thread but like I said it wasn't that it, was, it was like hard in terms of like the enemy tactics or AI they were, they were dumb as posts but it was because <laughs> the, 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 the amount of damage and sneakiness like, I just didn't know where you're getting shot from it was just yeah right but I, I managed it I've I trudged through there was a bit in it. There was a scene. Like, I don't want to spoil too much. You, you probably know what I mean, Reg, But it was, it was a bit crass. Like, I love, I love like nudity and, and and some stuff. But it was towards the end. A certain a pregnant lady. <laughs> do you
0: know what I mean? I've <laughs> heard, I've, I've heard about this. I I do know what this is. It
1: shocked me a bit. I was like, because I, I love that kind of stuff. I was like, there, there's been no mention of this on like social media. I like, if this was a YouTube Duke, Duke game and that was in there, I thought like, you get hammered for that. So yeah, you just. Was a bit shocked me a bit. Than I did, but when I was playing it, it reminded me a bit of the old like Jude Newcombe and Wolfenstein games, like back in the day. And I've longed for. I'd like another Jude Newcomb, one that's like um, got the not hu- shit, <laughs> not shit, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but that kind of humour and, and and pop culture satire. If you can mix Wolfenstein with Doom, I think we, you could. You'd be somewhere there with like how I want a modern day Jude Newcomb to be.
0: Do you think they could, ever f- they could ever actually fix it and bring a Duke Nukem game out that people would actually like?
1: I feel like I said, I think they could. Because like, Doom showed that, that old that old way of getting key cards and backtracking could work. And the, the frenetic combat, as long as the guns and the weapons and the enemy variety, it was fun. That, that could still work. That's, Duke
2: Nukem had that.
1: He's going to have to be updated. <laughs> you can't have the sex... <laughs>
2: How do you update the character like Duke No, yeah, he's like yeah. he's full on. I mean, throwing money at strippers yeah, and
1: that kind of. You could still have you could still have him quoting like, your uh, certain action hero type stuff. But but some of the yeah uh, sexism, sexism and, and, and so that would have to be toned down, like throwing money at strippers and that kind of crap. And yeah, that that you could, you could lose that. I don't think it'd harm him too much.
0: What you'd have to do, I think, is have like another character with him. Like continually taking the piss out of it, like he still comes out with all these lines, and they go like, "Are you fucking for real?" <laughs> <laughs> so the whole joke is on him being like this outdated.
1: Thing. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a spin on it because it's it's about humour. So that's a spin you could take with it, yeah. If you think about the um, Expendables films, they they're kind of like a a throwback, like a nod to the old action films and stuff. So it's something like you know, as long as you're like aware of it,
2: then yeah, I think you could make something to work. There was a game similar in that kind of idea that came out on the 360 though um eat lead the return yes. of matt hazard yeah and it, it was fully one of those games where it seemed to be in on its own joke right. to the point where it wasn't quite funny anymore yeah i think i seem to remember that one was like it was also taking the piss out of its
0: own mechanics like this yeah. is a really bad game design like no, it's not. Yeah, it is a really bad game design. Like that, that's not the joke. You're you've actually just made a really bad game design.
2: Yeah, you, you can't forgive bad games just because you're telling us it's so bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other two I've played that I probably shouldn't mention because I've been playing with Division and Destiny 2. They're a constant ongoing thing, so that's always what I'll be. Destiny two, especially, but not not so much the Division. But I've been I went back to the Division because I just got fed up with Destiny 2's lack of end game. So far, i'll go and give that a try it's a bit too too leans too much on the rpg side there's too many numbers and just like build uh, if you like that kind of thing then go for it but i just wanted something that's got some loot to chase and a bit of like a shooter i like shooters i don't care for much for the like the diablos and things like that so when destiny came out i was like a oh, game for me it was a it was just the right amount of rpg mechanics and it was very light on that and the shooting was, was brilliant. I mean, first-person shooter was probably my preferred genre, so... So, yeah, it was just, like, my ideal game, but... They've kind of ruined Destiny 2. I don't know why. what they were drinking when they were making it, but...
0: They do seem to be making a lot of mistakes with that.
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's like a meme now. It's like, every week, there's a <laughs> there's something new. The, the YouTubers have backed it, like, the personalities that were backing it, and, and following Destiny all the way through its first game, and now just fed up with it and just, like...
2: <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake... Just, just They're just fed up now. Maybe they're planning on making it halfway decent through all the DLC, the same as the first one, because that was pretty basic when it first came out, wasn't it? And then by the end, it was supposedly fantastic. They will, yeah. I mean, that you could see that's going to happen. But a sequel should
1: build on what came before and some of the best things, and it not like just flatline and start from scratch again. I think that's where some of the frustration lies. Some of the things done just don't seem to have made sense. Like, yeah, part of the development team was making like now part of destiny Bungie's teams making destiny 3 it's like when destiny 3 comes out don't forget about what all the improvements you're making to destiny 2 and just just <laughs> completely start from scratch again just basic stuff like why there wasn't like a heroic strike playlist from the start and, and strike specific loot and all the like basic things that should have been there that just isn't
0: i'm gonna make a ballsy prediction that they will fuck up destiny 3 that's not ballsy I think, I
1: think that's nailed uh, it's, on it's, that's it's obvious, obvious. <laughs>
0: it's ballsy as they come
1: there's an argument to be said that in a game like this just scrap sequels just keep expanding on it
0: yeah. well I thought that was the original plan was it was going to be like a, a 10 year franchise wasn't it well I think before that it was meant to be wasn't it meant to be an MMO like, a, like it was going to be one game and then they decided I think where Activision came in they went nope sequels yeah. which is fair enough but people build up the characters and then they get wiped again when the new one comes out and then you'll build up your character for this one that'll get wiped again Because
1: it, it app- I presume it happens with these kind of games Warframe did it Division's done it you start out with an idea but it's a bit basic but then you keep building on it and then it's in a good state like Division now is in a good state if and when they do they do a Division 2 are they going to make the same mistake Bungie did or is it is it going to be are they going to learn from that it'd be interesting to see what happens Again, Anthem is like another one that comes to see what how they improve on it.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't got the best um, confidence in, in that one, I'm afraid, no. for a lot of reasons.
1: Yeah, a lot of them are warranted. I think everyone's... Because it's, it's EA and what's recently happened.
0: Um. Yeah, pretty much. I'm really surprised constantly when people still played The Division because when it came out, it was like, oh, yeah. I remember Sly telling me constantly, like, you really need to play this. This is exactly your kind of game. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And the same with Destiny. It was like, oh, you'll really like this. Like, yeah, okay. And I haven't played either of them. And I'm. I think it's far too late now to, to go back to the Division One or jump in on Destiny Two. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't
1: know. No, it's never too late because like, the world's expanding. And one of the best things about I mean Destiny Two, especially, it's a game where if you've got friends you can play with, it's very accepting um, for, like, what you want to do and what your level is so like, your friends can still help you do stuff and they'll still gain some sort of benefit from helping you do it uh, so it doesn't matter where you jump in <laughs> you might even find it more beneficial with with people who have played it because they can help you through stuff and so you're not as frustrated because some of the like the the tougher things to do you're going to want friends to play it with otherwise it gets yeah. going pretty fast
0: what else have you got on your on your list
1: yeah uh, so we've done me plays we want bin. I'll skip away from games then. for me, want bin. I want my garage sorted. I want my gym back because the bin <laughs> is. I want to get rid of this dad bod. I want, my, <laughs> I want to feel young again. I want to feel like sprightly, not some old man who's sleeping all the time.
0: So, yeah, that's that's my want bin for this for this month. Welcome to old age. <laughs> yeah, I need to go back to the gym. I I'm still paying for a gym that I don't go to. So, <laughs> that one. Eh. It's been about two years now, so yeah. I should maybe stop that. It's interesting that like um none of none of us have chosen games that we want in the immediate future.
1: I could easily easily give you some. Well God of War's my next one on my on my hit list. I think that's is that towered
0: for March? Pass. Yeah, not a clue. That does look interesting. That that looks like the kind of cool kind of thing that how are you gonna make a new God of War? Mm. You do that. Like
2: that looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm glad they're taking it a different direction. It was starting to get a bit of style, wasn't it? The older ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got Bayonetta and stuff now anyway, so you can't... I don't know, it's a, it's a bit old-fashioned, that gameplay style now, really. Yeah, so that was our uh, Play One Bin for January. As I said at the beginning, we're going to hopefully do this every month. So towards the end of the month, I, or if someone else wants to host them, or will gather together people. Whoever's interested in joining in, is more than welcome and same for hosting and editing and stuff this is not my baby i just want to make one to begin with and if people else want to take the idea and run with it then that's good as well so the podcasts at the moment are looking fairly healthy we've got sly with a couple of projects i've got a couple of projects but there is always room for anyone who wants to do whatever they want to do is more than welcome the more the the merrier to be honest but yeah, that's it for January and hopefully we'll we'll be back and do another one in February. So um, I've been Hendo and that's bye from me.
2: Yeah, I've been Mark or Regimen, so see you later guys. And I've been 3-4 uh, or Rich
1: and it's goodbye from them.